Hi, this is Lisa Boldo, and welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm so happy to be here with you tonight, and on tonight's broadcast, I'm talking about something that it's really been on my heart, oh gosh, for most of this week, and I actually had um, a different message that I was planning on delivering, and then today, the Lord really moved on my heart and was like, nope, scrap that you speak from the heart tonight. So I made notes just to keep myself on track, but I'm going to speak from the heart tonight. And so the title of this broadcast is The Cost of Taking Your Rightful Position in God. You know, there is a cost to that. I see you guys jumping on, so I just want to say hello and welcome. And uh, I don't know, this screen seems a little bit blurry to me, and I don't know if it is on your end as well. I really hope that, I don't know, it almost seems like a, a blurred effect, and I, I, I really don't know why or what's going on. But anyway, I hope that doesn't interfere with the broadcast whatsoever, right? So anyway, let's just, I'm going to pray real quick. So Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, for the assignment of delivering your message of truth, Lord, to everyone that is under the sound of my voice, Lord, and to those who will watch the replay, either on YouTube, the podcast, or wherever. And Lord, I just thank you right now, and I pray, Lord, that as I open my mouth, Lord, that you would fill it. And I thank you right, right now, Lord, for the truth of your word, and I ask, Lord, that this word would be just deeply received and into the hearts of everyone listening, and that you would be glorified. Lord, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Amen. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> it's Somebody said it looks like it could be my necklace, but I don't think it is. I think it's just the screen. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I don't know how to fix it, so I hope that it's, I hope it's okay. So um, anyway, what I'm talking about tonight is the cost the cost, right, of taking your rightful position in Christ. And what that means is that many times you're going to walk alone. What that means is that many times it's going to be you and God, and it seems like no one else even understands. And I'm telling you, this is something that I almost was in tears about this earlier, and I thought, oh my gosh, I even told my husband, I said, I really don't want to cry on the broadcast tonight. But, you know, it's just, I personally have made a decision that I am going after God with everything I've got. I am, I just want to put the word in my heart in such, you know, with such an abundance because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever you put in your heart in abundance, that's what's going to come out at a time of, you know, trial or something going on in your life or somebody has a sickness or a situation, right? When you're squeezed on every side, you want nothing but the word of God coming out. And that that's just what I've made a decision, you know, um, really. And, and I've asked God, help me to enforce this. Holy Spirit, enforce this. And I'll tell you right now, it's not fun to people around you many times, even so-called Christians. It's not fun because, you know, while they are all laughing at just, you know, just stuff that you just, I don't know, you know what? It's just not fun to people in the world because when you've got the word in your heart in abundance and you see them joking around about stuff that they just should not be joking around about or watching some just, 
Oh, I, I, you know, it's like, I got to watch my words here because I don't want to be like Debbie Downer, but you really do have to pay attention to what you're listening to. And a lot of times you're going to have to counter what people are saying. So you guys understand this. Someone's really given a lot of thumbs up because you guys, you understand this. And sometimes family members will be so annoyed with you. They will be so annoyed with you. They'll be saying, you know what? Like you are just overboard and it just doesn't even have to be all that. Especially when you, when it comes to words, right? The enemy is very crafty at getting you to agree with him very subtly. You've got to be on guard. I'm telling you, you've got to be on guard. You just do. So I've learned, you know, when they're saying that you're overboard and it doesn't have to be all that. Well, guess what? I've learned, yes, it does have to be all that. Yes, it absolutely does have to be all that because I want to be speaking nothing but God's word Again, I said this before, but over every circumstance, you are not supposed to let circumstances rule you or your feelings. You don't let your circumstances rule you. You don't let your feelings rule you. Now, listen, you know, I'm human too. And there are times that sometimes I cry when I see an injustice or, you know, maybe a family member has hurt my feelings or my son is telling me like, mom, you're off the wall. Like, you know, it's, it's her fault. <laughs> I just threw my son under the bus, didn't I? No, I love him. He's my heart. But I'm just saying, you know, I get it that he's not, you know, maybe he doesn't have the understanding yet, but he will. Big yet in there. And you might have something going on with, you know, some of your family members or, you know what, later, I know that that family member will understand because I prayed for that. So you just have to trust and believe. So here's the deal. You have to ask yourself this question. What do you really want? What do you really want? Because, you know, I've heard the generals, I've heard Catherine Kuhlman, for example, say, if you really want God, the Holy Spirit, to have his way in your life, it's going to cost you everything. But listen, my friend, it cost Jesus everything, right? And guess what? He gained, you know, I mean, he, he paid the price for you and I to have life his life in abundance to the full till it overflows. I mean, he is life. He is love. He is joy. He is peace. So your life in Christ, I'm telling you right now, it's not, it's going to be better than anything you could have ever imagined, but there is a cost. And when I, you know, Jesus said that no one who loses his life for Jesus's sake, right? Won't have, in other words, Jesus said, no one will lose his life for Jesus's sake and not find his life, right? So that means that if you commit your life to living as a child of God for real, you're going to find real life here on this earth. I mean, you're going to find real life. Why? Because he needs you. He wants you to be his representative here on the earth, right? That's what the world is waiting for. They're waiting, they're groaning for the manifestations, right? For the sons of God to appear and do what they're supposed to do so we can bring the world, bring them into the kingdom of God, right? So you're going to have life in abundance. You're going to walk in all the fullness and the inheritance that Jesus paid the price for you to have. And I've learned there's nothing better. There's nothing better, you know? I, I mean, it's just so fresh in my mind this morning. I was having a conversation with my son and I ended up, you know, in tears in the other room. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. Because I know that 
you know, I, I said something and well, he said something and I said, nope, not agreeing with that. And he was like, Ugh. and he basically just said, mom, this conversation's done. I said, no, not done. <laughs> I was just like, nope, sorry. No, not, you know, hashtag not sorry. Like I was just probably being corny as could be, but he's like, this conversation's done. I'm like, no, it's not done. And I was just like a little kid joking. He goes, mom. And I was in his room, like talking to him, you know, in the morning he stayed over last night and then, uh, he's not here tonight, but it was just, and so he's like, he's like, get out. And I was like, nope, not leaving. And it was just funny. Like we were going back and forth, but I could tell he, then he just said, mom, he goes, you're, you're so annoying sometimes. This is what I'm talking about. Your, even your family members, they'll be annoyed with you. But I, he said something that I just could not and would not agree with because it would be to his detriment. And I know better. You know, so basically I was like, nope, not going to agree. Nope, you can get mad all you want. And that's, you know, where it's more important to me to put God's word first before loved ones, before family. Because here's the deal. You stay consistent and they will come to you. You know, and then I got a text from him later and it was just beautiful. And then it made me almost cry again, you know, and it was beautiful. And he just said, mom, I'm sorry. I'm so snippy with you. Sometimes he's like, it was just beautiful. I won't tell you the rest of it, but it was really just lovely. And it touched my heart. But you know, the point is, is I didn't give in and I did it with love. And that's the thing. You've got to speak the truth in love, no matter what. Okay, I didn't get mad at him. I'll tell you something. Back in the day, when a family member, um, especially when I was new in you know, the things of God, we're talking, I'm going back oh, many years now, right? But when I first got a hold of words and the power of your words and what you, you know, say you're going to have and all this stuff, I'm telling you, my family was like, woo, you are off your rocker. You are too much. Like, we don't even, we can't even stand being around you. And I was like, but they don't, I knew that they didn't understand, but I had gotten a hold of a truth that was life and death, literally. And that's just it, right? The word of God is foolishness to the world. They don't understand, right? The things of God. But boy, when they're in a desperate situation, I'm telling you, you stay consistent, you're going to be the one they run to. So I'm just saying, even things, you know, on TV or like the reality TV, just the stupidity of the stuff that's out there. Oh, oh my gosh. And I know just from, you know, flipping channels, right? It's like, what? Oh my goodness. You know what? I have zero tolerance for that stuff. Zero. I just, I can't do it. I can't, you know, and, and I mean, some might think, oh my goodness, can't you just lighten up a little bit? You know, that's one thing my son had said to me. He's like, mom, you got to lighten up a little bit. I'm like, I can't like, and, and then he'll be like, oh, you're da, da, da. And I'm like, well, you're the only one that thinks so. But you know what? Here's the deal. Sometimes I might not be fun to hang around. And I think to myself, you know, people that I haven't seen or hung out with in a long time, they might not like hanging around with me because I love people and I'm into building them and lifting them up. But the first minute, you know, the first time I hear something that's like, oh, you know, I'll probably get sick. I'm like, don't say that. What? Because I'm trying to help. I'm trying to protect them. But I have to speak the truth in love. you know. And if they think it's too much or overboard, you know what? Here's the deal. When you do this after a time, they're either going to accept you or they're going to stay away from you. My thought on that is whatever. I'm cool with that. I really am. I'm good. I'm good with that. Because I'd rather be pleasing to my father and making a difference for his kingdom 
than worrying about what this one thinks of me or that one thinks of me. I don't care. I don't care, right? It's that whole, I live before an audience of one. And I know, here's another thing. I don't, like sometimes my husband will joke with me and I'm thinking that he was serious. And he's like, babe, I'm only kidding. He's like, oh my gosh, you believed that? And I was like, yeah. And I, and I told him like, you better knock it off because you're training your spirit not to believe the things you say. And it's like, once again, you know, I'm getting like the, you know, it's just, and my husband's awesome. Don't, don't get me wrong. He is a, he's a prayer warrior, awesome man of God. But you know, he will joke around, I guess, more, more than I do. And I just know that when I say something, I mean what I say and I say what I mean. And that's why I believe that what I speak will come to pass. So I'm just saying, you know, and, and if you think about it, Jesus, you know, my husband and I were having this conversation yesterday. He said, Lise, he was hanging around with, you know, like 12 other guys. Don't you think he joked? And I said, he may have joked, but he didn't never said anything that he didn't mean because it would have happened. It would have happened. I'm just saying, right? So anyway, I'm just, let me look here. Here's the other thing. You don't want to just be laughing and joking around with people. You got to watch the words that they speak because they may not understand the power of agreement. And what you agree with, you either give the devil or God or the devil the green light to make that thing happen in your life. Well, I only want to be speaking the words of my Lord, right? And they're not always going to want to hear it. But life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Proverbs 18, 21. Life and death is in the power of your words, right? And sometimes, sometimes you'll hear people talk about their sickness and they'll say, my this, my diabetes, my, you know, cancer, my. I used to say my asthma my whole life growing up. I used to say that, oh, my asthma. Don't do that. Don't ever do that because then you're claiming that sickness as yours, right? Don't do that. And, you know, you want to help other people. I've even, you know, talked to my own family and say, don't say my, just say the, you know? And they're like, they'll roll their eyes sometimes or whatever. And, and I'm just like, okay. I still have a responsibility and an obligation to speak the truth, right? Just saying. Okay. Well, you guys understand. So I love being here with you because you know what? My whole, well, I'll get to that later. But anyway, you know, the tongue, it's the smallest part, right? But yet the Bible compares the tongue to a rudder of a ship. It's the smallest part, but yet it controls the whole body. So if you get your words in control, you get your tongue, your mouth in order, guess what? Your body will line up. Your body will follow. It will. You can read about this in chapter James chapter 3. So once again, right? Words are the framework of your life. You frame your life by the words you speak. Absolutely without a doubt. The sum total of your life right now is a sum total of the words that you've spoken. It's the truth, right? So instead of talking maybe about what you see right now that you don't want to see, Plant seed about what you want to see, and then you'll have that harvest in the coming days, right? You want to plant seed now for tomorrow. So words are seeds. Words are seeds, right? It's like the words that you speak, they go out into the atmosphere, right? And they bring into existence the thing that you spoke that you believed. 
It, it, I'm telling you, whatever you really believe and you just say it in your mouth, it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. But you, if it's something that you really believe, and a lot of times people, they believe things that they don't want to see and they speak it and boom, that's what they get. Why? Because they believed it and they spoke it and it's a spiritual law that what you believe and speak, you'll have. What you believe and speak, you'll have. So you want to get pumped with the word of God, meaning I don't mean puffed up. I mean filled with the word of God so that you are, that's what's coming out of your mouth. And boy, you're going to have great, godly, victorious results in your life. Mm. Right? Just like a farmer takes a literal seed, plants it in a ground, in the in a ground. A farmer takes literal seed, plants it in a ground. Well, guess what? Whether he sees it or not, that thing is doing something. And eventually he's going to see it produce what he planted, the same thing with words. That's why Jesus, you know, in the parable of the sower, he talked about, um, you know, that the, the word of God is its seed and he compared it to the farmer. So it's exactly what I just spoke about. Okay. <laughs> so if you really want to be, you know, um, a soldier in God's armor. You want to be that spiritual warrior. You want to represent your king well. You want to be a witness for Christ. I'm telling you right now, it's going to take discipline and perseverance. It's going to take that. And many times you're going to walk alone, you and God. You're going to walk alone because people around you, they're not going to get it. They're not going to understand. And even so-called Christians will be like, sometimes they'll get annoyed with you. But that's why it's so great to have, I just see my, my friend Johanna uh, jumped on and I, I just, I have to, you know, and I know all of you guys are on, but she's a very good friend of mine and we actually have an event coming up in March together that you're going to be hearing about um, uh, in this coming week and I'm so excited to announce it. But my point is, Johanna has a heart like I do and it's so great, you know, in the body of Christ, you need believers like you. I mean, strong believers because when one is down or maybe they're just not feeling, you know, they're feeling weak, they can't fight, you need the other to come and pick you up. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're the body. We're here to help each other. We can do more together than apart. So more together. <laughs> so I was saying that it's going to take discipline and perseverance and listen, expect persecution, expect even those closest to you, sometimes family members to get annoyed with you. And you know what? If you have a spirit of discernment, you'll know that they just think that you're a little whatever. But guess what? Like I said before, when they've got a need and the doctor says there's nothing else we can do or they, they're really in trouble and they need someone that's got a connection to God, you're going to be the first person that they think of, right? And then they're going to have to put their pride down and they're going to have to get in touch with you. And then you, you know, just be ready to help. You just be Jesus to them. Mm, right? Always. And just remember, Christ in you always causes you to triumph. And that is 2 Corinthians 2.14. You know, I was saying before, you want to speak God's word in every circumstance. That's why you've got to fill yourself with the word. You've got to fill yourself with the word. And now with the iPads and the, you know, I mean, it's easier than ever. Put your earbuds in and get on the audible, the audible Bible, like just fill yourself with the word, the word, the word, the word. Look at how Jesus handled situations because he modeled for you and I how we're supposed to handle situations. He did. He modeled it. And you don't want 
Just be careful what you agree with because the enemy is very crafty. And I'm going to give you an example of this. Proverbs 6.2 says you're snared by the words of your mouth. So don't be snared by the words of your mouth, okay? So just for an example, uh, for instance, say you were diagnosed with a sickness, and I'm just giving you a for instance I, instance, I am not declaring this over you, okay? But just say, I want to give you an example, because so you could see how this works, right? Say you're diagnosed with, okay, I'm just going to say cancer. You're not, but I'm just saying. Okay, maybe, I mean, you know, it's possible. Say you're diagnosed with cancer. Okay, you're not feeling well at all. Someone calls you and asks you how you're feeling. The only thing that you want to allow to come out of your mouth is, by his stripes, I am healed. By the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. Right? And they say, yeah, but I, I get that, but how are you feeling? Right? You say, it doesn't matter how I feel. By his stripes, I'm healed. The word of God says that, and that's all I'm saying. And they say, Okay, so that means you're not feeling well. You're sick. You know, you're not feeling well. And you, again, listen, by his stripes, I am healed. That's all you're going to hear me say. Well, and then they say, well, you're in denial, you know. You, and you say, yeah, I'm denying the enemy any right to wreak havoc on my body. That's right, in Jesus' name, right? And they say, well, I just wanted to know how you were feeling. That's all, right? And you say, thank you. And say it again, by his stripes, I'm, he I'm healed, I'm not, not moved by how I feel. I'm only moved by the word of God. They will be so annoyed and they'll probably get off the phone with you real quick. <laughs> or they'll, if they stopped by, they'll be like, okay, gotta go. And you'll be like, bye. And then you can call them next week when you feel great. And you say, do you still want to know how I feel? Yeah, I feel great. Why? Because I'm walking in it. I believed and I received and I'm good. Glory to God, right? You know what? The Word of God never tells you to say how you feel, right? The Word of God says to speak the Word of God, right? Jesus only spoke the words that his Father, right? He said, I only do and say what I see my Father saying and doing. We're to be imitators of Christ. You and I are to only speak the words Jesus speaks, like speak the words of God. That's it. Whatever's in the Word, Right? By his stripes, I am healed. Especially when it comes to sickness. By his stripes, I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. By your stripes, you paid for it. It is done. And I receive what you did for me. And really picture what he did for you. Because it's a done deal. Okay? Mm. <laughs> we know how Jesus thinks because he showed us. And in John 14, 30 and 31 in the Amplified, Jesus said, The enemy has no power over me. Because I have nothing in common with him. I am always in full agreement with my father. So you and I need to be in full agreement with our father, with our king, with Jesus. By his stripes, you were healed. Right? Mm. <laughs> You're not lying. Right? You're not, you, don't have to, I'm, you don't have to speak the facts of what the doctors say or see or whatever. You just speak the truth of God's word. By his stripes, I'm healed. Yeah, but the doctor says, I know what the doctor said, but by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm standing on the truth of God's word. And I'm telling you, the more you do this and you get it in you, you get it in you, you saturate, it's seed. You're putting that seed in you. That You're putting that seed in you. Your body's going to line up. I'm telling you. And if you say you're sick, well, that's lying because you're agreeing with lying symptoms that are the opposite of the truth of God's word. 
I'm not picking on you. I'm just saying, think about it, right? If you say you're sick, okay, you might feel sick, but you don't have to say it. Don't agree with the enemy. Don't. Don't. Okay. The enemy's crafty. He will try to get you to agree. You know, somebody could caringly come to you and say, oh, you're not doing so good, are you? And you go, no, I'm not doing well. I feel awful. Bam. What just happened there? You forgot the truth that by his stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, your king, you were healed. <clears throat> right? You agreed that the enemy was wreaking havoc and you didn't stop him. And then it gets worse and worse and worse. I would say repent for that and get rid of that and speak the word of God. And then like, a, like the rudder on the ship, it will change directions. And then you just keep putting the word of God in. Okay, so you get what I mean. But the whole point of this message, you know I always have to talk about healing, right? Because it's just, it's in my DNA. It's what, what I'm called to help to, you know, train, equip, coach you to be, you know, God's witnesses in this world. It's not just up to me. It's up to you too. We've got to advance God's kingdom together. So again... The whole message of this is that when you are determined to walk in everything that God has for you, it's going to come with a cost. And the cost is sometimes you're going to walk alone. Many times you're going to walk alone, meaning you and God. You're never alone because Christ in you, Christ is in you. Colossians 1.27, Jesus said, I will never leave or forsake you ever. And he won't. He never will. It's, it's done. You already are sealed with the Holy Spirit if you're born again. So your job and my job is simply to advance the kingdom of God, to advance the kingdom of God. And that's why I do these broadcasts. I want to help you. There's no hidden agenda here. I just want to help you. And I know that this pleases my father and pleases my king, Jesus. So again, together we can do more for God's kingdom than alone. He gave us, you've got everything you need to be victorious, right? He gave us his word, the sword of the spirit. You cut the enemy's head off. He gave you the name of Jesus, which is the name by which every other name has to bow, right? All authority has been given to Jesus in heaven and on earth. And then you've been given the Holy Spirit so that you can be his witnesses in the world, right? You've been given the Holy Spirit. First of all, oh, that's a message for another day, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But when you're born again, the Holy Spirit comes in and seals your spirit. That's for you so that you, now as you fill your, your mind with the word, right? Your spirit's been made perfect, but your mind has to catch up. And that's how you're going to see transformation on the outside. It's not going to happen automatically. Your spirit is perfect, but your mind, you've got to put the word of God in so that your mind and your spirit can line up together. Okay. And then when you ask the Lord later, you know, or I mean, you could, can do it at the same time to baptize you with his Holy Spirit, right? And fire it. It's together. It's one baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now that's for power. So you can go and be of service and that's for others so that you can minister healing powerfully in the power of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> okay. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you've got the Holy Spirit and you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, but you were sealed with the Holy Spirit, and for, even for you, you can still go and release, you know, God everywhere you go. And for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I mean, you can just ask the Lord for it on your own. You can. And 
Anyway, that I'll talk more about that on another broadcast. We are just about out of time. But let me just say this to those of you who have not been born again yet and you want to give your life to Christ, repeat after me. Mean it with your whole heart. I don't want anybody to be left out. And I do have a 12-minute video on, um, on here on Facebook under one of the videos um, on YouTube about what it means to be born again. You'll definitely want to watch that video because it, it's just very powerful of what it means. But repeat after me. And remember, if you are born again, God calls you a saint, not a sinner. We were sinners. And, but now we have Jesus, we're called saints. So anyway, just repeat after me, just if you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life yet and you want to be born again right, of the Spirit. So say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you again on the third day. I know you are alive now and you live forever. Teach me your ways. Lord Jesus, come into my heart now and change my life forever. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Praise you, Lord. I also ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire so that I can be your witness on the earth and represent you, my King. In Jesus, in your holy name I pray. Amen and amen. And I say, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. Now it's time to get in the word, get your mind lined up with your spirit and get ready to rock and roll for the Lord Jesus. Your spirit's been made perfect, all right? But now you've got to renew your mind because that's the only way the transformation will be seen on the outside. So I hope that this has blessed you tonight. If it has, make sure that you share it everywhere. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And just remember that there is no, nothing better than walking in everything that Christ died and, you know, he, he's risen again for you to have. You are a joint heir with Jesus Christ. He is your big brother, your, your Lord, your Savior, your King. You are a child of God. And Jesus has given you his authority. Go and represent your King well. I love you. I bless you in Jesus. And, and in Jesus' name. And I will see you next time. All right. Have a great rest of your evening.